0: hello hello how are you i'm
1: good yeah i didn't know i was looking for the link
0: that's uh, it's no problem See, the show you did earlier was looking good i'm very busy
1: yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right yes are this. we
1: are we on now
0: yes once you click on join recording you're right into the show
1: okay Okay, yeah. so um, we are live? Yes. Okay. Well, well not huh? live
0: like people are listening, but live in the recording of it.
1: Okay, so you um, you edit?
0: Um, If I really need to, but I haven't really had a reason to. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I just wasn't sure was this going to be a part of it, that's all.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of look at the authentic, the... Authenticity, I, I said it wrong.
1: Yeah, authenticity podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. I know some people said they like that. They see that okay, this may uh-huh. might be slight stuff there, but it's genuine. I'm like, okay. Okay. So I'm All right. Intro. We're gonna get started celebrating you. Okay. All right. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of The Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That is the theme song, Detroit Love, from my first album, The JLe Experience. We have another awesome guest for you today. We have the number one exhale transformational speaker, trainer, and coach, the founder and CEO of Enlightened Hearts Services, Regina Hall. Welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, Jeff.
0: I appreciate you for doing it.
1: Well, my pleasure.
0: I'll tell the audience a little bit about yourself I ask you a few questions about you.
1: Okay. So you want me to tell the audience a little bit about myself? Is that what you said? Yes. You kind of, okay. All right. Well, good. So as you stated, that I have my own business. It's called Enlightened Heart Services. But I also have a podcast, and that is called Exhale Shh with Regina, Women Owning Their Voices. Um, My uh, business is really to help, um, well, let me back up a little. So I'm a transformational as well as an empathic uh, leader. Uh, I help women uh, who want to take their leadership capacity to the next level and have success um, in in their professional lives. And so I work with organizations and, and with women um, in various uh, lifestyles uh, and, and what I'm talking about is careers um, life careers uh, mm-hmm. to really help them to get to the next level uh, my background is in counseling uh, so I've been a counselor for a very long time I have mental health uh, background for almost 30 years and yeah. so that expertise that I have I just really have converted it into speaking and training and coaching. I like dealing with the mindset, really mm-hmm. helping people to come aware of what they're thinking about and how those uh, thoughts are standing in the way of them moving to the next level. And a lot of times we're not in touch with our thoughts. Uh, we just go about our day and we experience emotions and um. Uh, but the first thing we have are our thoughts, it's not our emotions. And so, just trying to make us uh, aware of what's going on in our lives, in our mind, in our hearts, uh, is really what I do. And I love it.
0: Okay. So, first question What led you onto this path? W-
1: what made me what?
0: What led you onto this path? Well,
1: you know, that's a great question because when I really think about <laughs> me on this path, uh, it's, it's been a journey. It, you know, it has not been chopped at all. It's been a real journey. When I was a little girl, I used to love to go to church. I used to Mm -hmm. love to, uh, exhort people. I, uh, particularly I used to, uh, preach to, to the kids on my block and talk to them (laughs) about it. And, and, And so I, I I was on the route of of really getting into Christian education. And one Mm -hmm. time a a friend visit, uh, she visited me and she said that um, she was enrolling in the pastoral counseling track. And I called the, um, the leader over that program, which was at the same school I was going to at Ashland Theological Seminary. And I told him that I wanted to know more about it. And so he told me about it and I decided to get out of the Christian education track and jump into the pastoral counseling track. And what that allowed me to do is to become a licensed professional counselor because it was a dual program. It was based on um, pastoral as well as the, sec- the uh, public sector. And so it allowed me to get my uh, licensing, uh, which has really been a blessing. Um, I have worked in corporate as well as uh, psych hospitals and partial day hospitals. And so it just has allowed me to uh, move into this level where I, I say that I really want to help women. And I wrote a book. My book is called Mommy, I Need You. And the book is really about sex, lies lies and the truth. Uh, and so I talk about how I had to get, go on this journey of forgiving my mom because when I told her that uh, something had happened. I really didn't know what had happened to me, but when Mm -hmm. she asked me what was on my dress, I told her, I gave her the person's name and my cousin told my mom that she didn't believe that that individual did that. Well, only them two would have known what, it was on my dress. And so I talk about the forgiveness um, that I had to go through. So it was a transformation uh, that God mm-hmm. took me through a forgiveness, not only a journey of forgiving my mom, but you know when my dad could have believed me, he didn't believe me. Um, so I had this disbelief wow. and I started to think that I was a liar. Uh, that And so I didn't trust myself and I didn't believe in myself and that really hurt me a lot uh, in, in in me having a lot of self-doubt and um, wondering uh, was I, so I became very rigid. And and so when I started to seek God's face about it and go through the healing process, it was very traumatic. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like I went, through a, I went through a trauma of the situation and then I had to go through a traumatic healing. Very painful, but what I can tell you what came out of that for oh, me yes. is, are you talking? I'm sorry.
0: Oh, no. No, I was agreeing with you. That's, that's oh, OK.
1: What, what really came out of it for me is that I gained a lot of courage uh, and mm-hmm. I began to uh, understand myself more. Uh, I knew that I was I was not a liar, that um, I didn't need to walk with the responsibility of this. Uh, before my mom passed away, she and I had a chance to talk about it. And um, even though my mom failed me in that area, uh, you know, she was still my mom. And um, we had a turbulent relationship. But before she left here, God had worked that out. And my dad passed before my mom did. And, you know, it it was I didn't really hold my dad at the same uh, level as my mom because of all the friction that was in the relationship to begin with. Mm hmm. So that was harder but um I I I'm at peace you know with the fact that before she left here it was a good enough relationship and and then my dad and I I did go through the healing process before he left here um and I was able to see you know this new person that was evolving but there were some things that I had to go through too I went through a divorce I'm remarried I have a little girl now but I mean, it was, it was just, you know, things on my journey. And a lot of times we think that our journey uh, is really, you know, the peach and cream and, you know, just the, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's going to be such a great journey, but you know, really we learn who we are in the midst of our struggles and hardship. And I learned a lot about I me and I'm still learning because growth doesn't have a finish line. So I'm still, I'm still running and I'm pressing.
0: Yeah, sometimes you gotta get it out the mud.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: It'd be nice to have a fairy tale story, but I guess God got an awesome testimony for someone that has to go the other route to share with others.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you know, it's what we go through, right? It's what we Mm -hmm. go through that help others to get to the other side, and it really is about getting to the other side. Um, and for people who haven't had that in their lives, a, a traumatic experience, I always say that, you know, as the old people used to say, keep on living, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that a lot coming up.
1: <laughs> That's right. Keep on living, baby. <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> I'm 25. Keep living. You ain't, you, ain't, you don't know yet. Like, <laughs> hey, hey,
1: that, you yeah. know, but the truth of it, you don't have to have those experience, that experience that I had but we all have experiences. We all have had failure. We all have had disappointment. We all have had hurt. You know, It's what we do with those things um, that really help us to get to the next level in our lives.
0: I mean, it's amazing that you share that because I've known people I work with who been through something like that and they felt comfortable to share with me that it did change them and sometimes we wind up praying, like you really want to let it go and move forward, because like we didn't expect this conversation to work, but God leads me to you can be delivered from this and just forgive them and move forward.
1: Yeah, and, and it's, it's not it's a it's a process, right? You know, life is a process. Mm-hmm. Everything we go through, you running your business, you doing the podcast, everything we go through is a process. And so, you know, people really, they don't want to struggle through situations. You know, um, I think it's James, it is James Allen that says, and I'm not going to quote it verbatim, but basically he says that, you know, people, uh, you know, they want out of their circumstances, but they don't want to do the work to get out of it. So it's true. We want to get out of our circumstances, but it takes work to get out of. it, We have to work in the things that we say we want. We have to be intentional. And I had to be intentional about uh, about my healing process. And what was uh, mind-blowing is that that I thought that the person who did it needed to come to me and ask me for forgiveness. And it was hard to believe that I had to go through this work. It was like he, yeah, yeah, dizzy. Yeah, I get this. That wait a minute. I got to do the work. So it happened to me, but I got to do the work too, and that was very difficult uh, concept uh, for me to embrace that I was responsible for my work to get out of this situation. But we are, and there is beauty on the other side, you know. Um, yes. And yeah, so eventually, you know, you will be able to let it go and. Some things may come back here and there to, you know, it may rise its little ugly head here and there sometimes, but <laughs> you have more power to knock it down. You do have some power to knock it down and to keep on moving.
0: Hey, I was one, if you cross me, you are dead to me. But Start going to Word of Faith, and one sermon was a grace through the channel of faith. Bishop Butler talked about how he had to, I forgot the exact scripture that talks about someone that despisefully used you, you should do good for him. Uh-huh. Yeah, he had to do that. He didn't want to. I'm like, dang. Well, if he could do that, maybe I need to change my perspective when people really cross me and forgive them for myself. Because I went with that concept at first.
1: All right. Yes, 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 yes. And you know what? The concepts are so different from what we think right so it Mm -hmm. it takes it's a whole different perspective that that i need to forgive the person who did it in order for me to be released what Mm -hmm. hold up don't they need to come to me
0: yeah well you want to lay hands and they're not holy hands
1: (laughs) okay but no it wasn't that way at all and then i learned that forgiveness was really for me it was Mm -hmm. to heal me it was to let me off of the hook, you know. Um, yeah. And so once I got that concept that it was about letting me off the hook, and it wasn't about him and what he had done, um, that that God that was between him and God. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah,
1: and that's hard. Those those are hard concepts, you know. Oh, that's, some yeah. people
0: struggling with that right now because right, what well, yeah. they did was just too horrible. I can't forgive like it really do suck, but for you to be free, you do got to forgive at some point.
1: Right, because the concept that we have in our minds that if we don't forgive, then we're not letting them off the hook. And and with, mm-hmm. what is hard to grasp is that actually you haven't let yourself off the hook. You're mm-hmm. the one actually in captivity. They they go about their business. Right. You know, <laughs> and that's the realness. <laughs> <laughs> they drink drinking, okay. smoke
0: and everything. They they move. I'm going to Hawaii. Like they don't care. Like, nope. no, they
1: no. No, they own you. to the next person. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. it's for you. Yeah. So you can be okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's for you. So yeah.
0: So how did you come about the name and the creation of Enlightened Heart Services?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I would. I was thinking about a name, and I was sleep literally sleep. And, and I woke up and the Lord said to me, um, enlighten heart services. And I was like, enlighten heart services. Wow. Uh, And, and then, um, he gave me the Bible verse to it. And it says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. In order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. So, enlighten heart, because it me—it really is that our hearts have to be enlightened. And I thought that was just so powerful. And um, yeah, as a counselor, it made sense because one of the things that we do—we want people to mind to be illuminated. We want their hearts to be enlightened and uh, when i even hear other uh counselors or some of my mentors use that word they don't necessarily know uh that i that's my business name but when i hear them i'm like wow god you're so powerful uh (laughs) you know in putting that together and so it really is uh for for me enlightened hearts is really changing that mindset really thinking about uh how we want to get out of what we in. And and you know what? It it doesn't have to be uh, traumatic. It could be the simple fact that um, you want courage to get to the next level and there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with, uh, you know, having that team to support you or, or, you know, you need to talk some things out, whatever it is, you know, or you need to think about your, 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 uh, your perspective on things. So, you know,
0: yeah, that's good. Definitely if you have a team because sometimes you can have people that, man, you can't do that. You're always trying to be somebody. Yeah. Like it's a bad thing.
1: Yes. Yes. It's funny you would say that because um, I finally, Jeff, put my mm-hmm. certifications and uh, my degrees up, but actually one degree because I can't find the other one. Uh, okay. So I got to look for it. And, and the reason why I can't find it because I didn't realize the value of it, and so I was listening to this guy, uh, or, or maybe it was a woman, whoever it was. And he was saying, "If if you're on a podcast or whatever, and you see that individual, like the video podcast, and you see that individual with their, you know, with their certificates or awards or whatever, you know, uh, behind them, they're full of themselves. That is so not true."
0: No. You work for that.
1: Yes, and I'm I'm not full of myself. And you know what? If I would allow that to guide me, that my certificates and degrees would still be up. And because I was discounting them. It was almost like in my mind I was saying, "Okay, move to the next level." Okay, okay. Well, you did that. Now what? And no no time for embracement and um uh, I know that some women, not all women, but some women have a habit of not embracing their wins, not seeing it as monumental. And so for me, that's what my wall is about. It's about my wins. It's about me embracing uh, what I've accomplished. And even though there's more for me to do, I can look at it and say, wow, you know what? That was a win that you went nine weeks through that program. That was a win that it took you five years to get through college, and you were the first one in your entire family to go to mm-hmm. college, my immediate family, or, you know, well, I had an opportunity to be with Les Brown because, you know, he's he's powerful, and I was in his power voice, and John Maxwell, wow, so...
0: He's awesome, too.
1: Yeah, both of them. He came both. to my
0: class at Wayne State and taught. gave nice. us a, a, John Maxwell came to our business class and gave an hour and a half of what he would teach a CEO. That was amazing.
1: Wow, that's awesome. And mm-hmm. so to be a part of the tribe of John Maxwell and Les Brown is just awesome. And those are wins, you know? Those are people I would never have met. I have a picture with um, with John Maxwell because... Uh, now he's developed his system where other people are training it for him, but Les Brown yes. he's doing the training himself, so okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'm not for a while, okay, best world, best world.
0: It's funny, you talk about celebrating your wins. I had the honor to join Miss Misha or me Bane T Talk earlier, and she was talking about we need to congratulate the small things we do and take that moment to recognize it
1: we do we really really do and you know i read somewhere that highly successful people do that you know they look at their wins you know and so, I don't know where I've heard this, like, winning. Uh, I, I I don't know where. Winning. And and so, that's something that I can say to me. Winning, you know. <laughs> okay. You. Um, you but you. there was a time, Jeffrey, I didn't say that at all.
0: Yeah, I'm one. I've been tasked, Oregon, and don't stop saying, you haven't done, done a lot of stuff. So, I'll try to look up now a little bit more.
1: Yeah, that's important. That's really really important and and it's important for people to celebrate their wins and be okay about talking about them without uh without being labeled as they full of themselves. Now, we know people are full of themselves, right? Um, Truth. Yeah, Truth. I mean, people are. People are full of themselves, but um but we don't even have to judge that. We can celebrate uh, other people's accomplishments.
0: Absolutely, because yeah. some people are watching you, and you don't know it, and you can motivate them to try.
1: Yes. And they that's might be the...
0: one saying you can't do it.
1: <laughs> right, right. You know, when I was in college, and I, I was going through a lot, um, and that's one thing that um, was said to me when I, when I was graduating, or, or I had mm-hmm. stayed in college, actually. And one, uh, this was a Caucasian. I went to a predominantly white school, was a few of okay. us. And she said to me, I didn't think you were going to make it. Wow. Yeah.
0: To your face?
1: Wow. Oh, my gosh. You know what? There were so many experiences uh, <laughs> at Central Michigan. Um, Central Michigan was, uh, was really a struggle in terms of, Really, you know, I had not been in that environment and okay. uh, clearly there was things that I needed to, to learn that I either. I, and so let me say, in fairness to the teachers and all those that taught me in fairness to them, there's a possibility I didn't pay attention. Uh, okay. But there were things that uh, I did not have when I went off to college uh, learning uh, that that I had to work doubly hard. And it was difficult. And so I had a teacher tell me one time, I mean, I can chuckle now. And I really didn't know what she was saying at the time until I walked away and thought about it. But what she said to me was she was um, uh, she was she was a little person. And so she said to me, you and I have the same problem. And I just looked at her because I was in her class and I was trying to get some information from her. I was it was a I think it was a business class. Okay. And she said to me, We have the same problem. We both handicapped. Now I'm not I'm not physically handicapped, but what wow. she was talking about, I was handicapped as a black person. Okay. I was like, oh, excuse you? Not until I left there, dog, because I I just kind of looked at her. Because
0: yes. I didn't know what she was getting at. I <laughs> thought she was saying, You're like, Who the hell are you talking to? But she had a point. <laughs> yeah, she had a point. Hello? Hello? I guess we got.
1: Okay. To... Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I guess we got disconnected. I know. probably
0: Having a good conversation. Definitely got mad. <laughs> Kick him in the face. Keep going. All
1: right. So I'm not sure where we left off. Sorry about you that. You said
0: you was handicapped.
1: Yes, and um, I worked that entire class, showing her I wasn't. I ended up getting an <laughs> A out of that class, but okay. well let me tell you. <laughs> look at that
0: motivation.
1: Yeah, she was. Yeah, that really, that really was a motivation. And unfortunately, um, as as African Americans, uh, people can try to look at us like that, like something's wrong with us, but uh, whatever, you know, that, that's my words now, whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, my, your problem, not my problem. I mean, I'm old enough now that I can leave it at your feet and not, you know, not carry it, you know? So, uh, but at that time being in college and everything, the first one to go to college in my immediate family, being in a predominantly, uh, white, um, uh, on a white campus, it, it was a lot. It was a, it was a learning lesson. It had is, uh, painful moments, but, uh, I, uh, it, it, you know, I I can't, I, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, would I do it again? I'm not really sure. Um, (laughs) I'm not, (laughs) I'm not really sure there, but it wasn't that the school was bad because I, Uh I love telling people I am from central Michigan. That's not a problem. Um, but maybe another, you know, just a different experience. You know, what, what I, Prefer to pick a HBCU,
0: you know. I was supposed to go there in ninety six. Uh-huh. I was supposed to go to Central Michigan because I couldn't get into Michigan State. My grades slipped, but they wanted me to take too much money out for a loan. Like uh, I ain't trying to do that.
1: And I went okay. to Wayne State,
0: but I do understand the working hard because I took statistics and accounting together.
1: Wow. They'd never do that. I didn't know. Right. Got
0: my head beat in by Shaq.
1: Okay, I mean, really, and, and those uh, are tutors, these,
0: had to figure it out. So like, I gotta get this degree, so I gotta feed these numbers out
1: now. <laughs> right, 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 and I commend you, but I'm sure that was hard. Uh When I first got up there, they had these guiding, these uh, guider, guiders, or whatever they were called, to help us to figure out our schedule. Okay, that man, no, not okay. That man put me in geography, geology. What? Right. Give. Uh, uh, I was dying in those class, <laughs> and I was asking him, "Well, what would you recommend?" Thinking, you know, like, and, and he was like, "Well, I don't know what to tell you, but I, I would take this, I would take that, and oh, astronomy
0: one, no joke.
1: Oh, <laughs> all that I was that crazy. would have been easy. It was crazy. It was crazy, Jeff, and so it was funny because the guy that I had for geology. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really enjoyed pontificating and, and he just loved the fact that he was an educated professor. Okay. And literally talked over my head, but I think he I think it was maybe one person head he didn't talk over. Okay.
0: Oh, I know you're talking about I had an <laughs> African studies class when Wayne State it used to be at Northwest, Northwest Activity Center. And it was African studies class and it's he kept giving the argument about Marcus Garvey, and I forgot the other guy. Because was whoever the other guy was that they always debated was their point of view, Garvey, and it was another. I can't remember his name right now. But we had a cat that was studying like me, very educated Muslim guy named Rod, that been to Africa, done all this. So while this teacher's bloviating, he's like, you're lying. I'm like, did he say the teacher lying? Whole class looked at, like, what the world? I've been over there two weeks ago. This, this, and this. I'm like, we look at the teacher, He like, um, okay, well, maybe I got it wrong. I'm like, I ain't ever seen a teacher get corrected before. <laughs> I thought about the World War Three. like, he's gonna put him out, I'm like, oh my goodness. And then I asked my class, like, this dude in here just because he got a degree don't mean he walk on water. I'm like, well, he do kind of talk like that,
1: but it's right. his class,
0: like, I don't care, his class, Jeff. I'm a correcting like wow. This yeah, that was gangster.
1: Right I mean yeah because they are you know that's really true right they're educated um they've done the work uh, but everything that come out of their mouth uh don't represent truth.
0: And that was that teacher.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right so that's powerful right there right don't don't represent truth And um and people can talk like they uh, they have it together and they know it all. You know, uh I have I have even worn those shoes sometimes and and then got home and like girl and I looked up some I was like ooh, you were so wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, okay, you just you know, you just gave out some wrong information. All righty. Okay. Yeah
0: well, I yeah. love to debate when I was younger. So if I was right, like I'm right. Even they if they just like Jeff. You're, you're wrong, like, show it to <laughs> me. I need the truth, I need the facts. Line. Okay, well, maybe I was wrong. Like, I'm not gonna give you that win. I'm sorry. Nope,
1: that's yeah, funny. Like,
0: something wrong with you. Like, I know right now I'm having fun messing with you, but I just can't say you're right. And then Trump gave me fake news. I'm like, nah, that's fake news. I don't believe,
1: you. I know, right? Okay.
0: <laughs> Where's that? Show me what's written down. All right, I'm wrong. I believe you. you just but- telling me go left, like, I don't know about that. Mm-mm. Nope. I need more facts. I need more data.
1: Yeah, and you know, and it's really, really true, right? Um, I mean, this is true. People would rather believe a lie than to believe the truth. A lie is easier to believe than to believe the truth. And so that's even going back to what happened to me. It was easier for my mom to believe the lie that listening to my cousin say, Oh Aunt Essie, I don't believe he would do that. Then the truth of what was looking in her, what she was staring at in her face.
0: Yeah, it's too horrible.
1: Yeah, and and you know, but I. And so I'm just so happy for the healing, what God has done in me through me. Um, you know what, you know the forgiveness, the uh, my mom and seeing my mom as as a person who had her own story. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what all that my mom went through, but my mom had her own story and her story prevented her from seeing my story. Uh, And that's the the way I see it. And uh, and I'm grateful, as I said to you earlier, for what she, uh, that the fact that before she left here, that I was able to um,
0: yeah, was able to, to have a
1: forgiving heart towards my mom and realize is that when you know better, and so I don't I don't necessarily. So let me just say, when you know better, and you know that you know that you don't know, then you then you know you can't do what you don't know. But there are some people who know better, but they don't want to do better. True. So you know, I used to listen to that. Well, when you know better, you do better. Oh no, the hell you don't. Sometimes. <laughs> So, and the sad
0: part in our culture that was just you don't speak of it. That's Sally's little sister, and everybody knows someone done something they shouldn't, and that's the kid, but that's your sister. I'm like, you need yes. to deal with that stuff because when it comes out, it's gonna be worse.
1: Right. Right. That's that's very, very true. And so yeah, so this this belief that you know when you know better, you do better. No. But you don't know what you don't know, you know. And so I, you know, I we can give people the uh, benefit of the doubt, you know, uh, and uh, know that we can move on and let things go. And it's hard. So letting go is not an easy. That you know, that's Absolute. not an easy thing to do. But it is necessary for freedom.
0: God is funny because when he knew I put someone on that, they're on the list. They're dead to me. I don't care what happened to them. I need you to go help them that car stop. Who are you talking to?
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> they You're need to right. walk
0: 100,000 miles then. <laughs> That's what needs to take place. I ain't helping. Going to work in faith really taught me that forgiveness. Like You got to have turtle skin. When, when people try to be on nonsense with you, and need to just roll off, give the guy a keyboard.
1: Yeah, because it's going mean, to help you, you in the run.
0: I need to give me some respect.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> respect me. Yeah, and, about that. Right. Yeah. It's like, whatever. I mean, cause it, people are who they are, you know, people are who they are. And, you know, there are people who will say they sorry. And some people, you know, they don't want to say they sorry. Um, mm-hmm. And that's fine. Um, but you don't, you know, so people confuse forgiveness with boundary. So I, I do want to say that. So people think that if you forgive them, that then they're, they're going to change. But that's not true. You can forgive someone and they don't change at all. Mm-hmm. And then it's incumbent on you to set a boundary. Because guess what? That person may not be a good person for you to be around. You've forgiven them, but they may not be a good person for you to be around.
0: Yeah, man. Meekness doesn't equal weakness.
1: Please. No, it does not.
0: We tend to think that a lot with people. Like, oh I man, you just so nice. You just push on like a real grown man will de- destroy whatever to protect his, but he ain't got to be walking around letting everybody know that. That don't make. I mean, really,
1: weird. really, that's, you know, that's that's real. Um, and because uh, meekness is not weakness, but people will take that, and you know that's something you 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 would bring that up because. I have ran into situations like that where people saw me as a as a strong uh black woman, and they would also uh see that I had a voice and but when I would show kindness um you know th- people saw that as a weakness, and it was like oh you you got it twisted and and but people would get that twisted when they saw a vulnerable part of me um so it was really interesting to see that because I don't mind doing anything for anybody if I can help them um, but because of my strength sometimes or what people perceive uh, me to be if I if I show that overly kindness uh, it can you know that they, they can really get it twisted and and I think that's just the the way. People can think if you're too kind. So when I was had my show today, mm-hmm. and I asked uh, Dr. Uh, Lisa uh, Wicker, who was on my show, I said to her, "Well, you know, do you have any part party words?" And she said, "Be kind. Just be kind." Yeah, I'll so try powerful. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, that's true." And you know, that's really true. Uh, just be kind, and 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 don't get it twisted. That's true. Yeah.
0: I know I've been told by some people, you come off real mean. Like, no, I watch people. Like, I'm from Detroit. I went to Cooley High School in the 90s when everybody thought they were a gangster. (laughs) Shooting in the hallway around Finklin, Hubble. And I'm an honor kid, so I'm a nerd. Trying to go to class. Oh, duck bullets. Let's go this way. Okay, what what chapter? Like, yeah, that's going to have you like, okay. I should have got paid before still on Cold Steve Austin. Don't trust anybody. Trust is earned. I've seen too much bull jab. So no, I'm not going to be arms wide open. Hey, who are you? I don't know you. How are you? Let me get to learn a little bit about you. Cause there's a lot of Decepticons out here. They switch up on you. hmm hmm
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. You so you were a nerd. Uh, and uh, you went to you know, uh, Cooley. So, yeah, you know, um, I was it difficult for you to uh, see people in a more positive light? Um, because, you know, in the school that you went to, you may have to have your antennas of, you know, being very alert and suspicious of people's motives. I'm not really sure. And I don't mean everybody, of course. Um, but did you...
0: Wayne Go ahead. They pay for my degree. Being around different type people, start learning how to have on your corporate face, and still have your your defense mechanism. Well, okay, if this person shady, not they cool. Oh, it's office politics. What's that? Oh, bull crap. Okay, so add that <laughs> into the mix of what you got to watch out for. So, for, as I got older, start going to business school. Okay, your brand need to be Captain America. He's a good guy. He works hard, always got some pleasant say. And unfortunately, at that night school, they don't like a deep voice talking black dude pulling trash. So I had to find a mellow tone voice where some of the other persuasion wouldn't feel threatened when I came by to pull the trash. Weird, Weirdest weirdest thing ever. Like, I wasn't the only one. I've talked to other cats, like, yeah, I've noticed that too. Like, okay grab their purse you in the elevator and I got these green uniforms on. You know I'm a custodian. I got a job. <laughs> but you still feel the need to grab the purse like, okay. But being there in that melting pot, it did make you become more of a corporate mechanism of defense compared to oh, I don't know the backup. That's how straight was. Before I really got to Wayne State from that environment, of you got to watch everything so you don't get shot.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it, yeah. I, I grew up on the east side of Detroit, Mac and McClellan. Uh, east coast. East yeah. Coast. And, I, <laughs> and I went to uh, Martin Luther King High School. And so, um, and then in the environment, well, my dad was very strict and, um, you know, uh, particularly over his girls, I very strict, and so I was sheltered a lot from a lot of things. Sheltered, um, and so I, I, I just think that with my brothers and sisters, we, I mean, my sister and my brothers, and mm-hmm. we just did a lot of clowning and stuff, and so I think that impacted our behavior and, and my how I saw people. You know, uh, okay. easy, I could be easily defensive and thankful that, you know, I'm old enough and I've grown out a lot of that, you know, but um, sure, just learning how to uh, let people tell you who they are. You know, Angelo, my uh, um, was right that you have to watch people, that's a paraphrase, you know. People mm-hmm. will tell you who they are. Just give them time.
0: Yeah, when I learned how to play chess and took psychology... I was a Jedi, I'm like, "Okay, I know how to deal with
1: people." Oh, that's powerful! And you know what? I could not sit down for that game to save my life. <laughs> that it game. It took a long
0: time to figure out how to play. You know, I could do strategy. it. Strategy. Good and for I used you. To, well, in the eighties, we had one TV, so I couldn't watch Voltron, GI Joe, Transformers. My family loved watching soaps on Channel Four. so when I got to sit here until I could watch my cartoons I had to find something to like and I like the villains Stefano DiMera, CeCe Catwell they would scheme and plot to get back at somebody drinking some Don Perignon like I mean it was a slight and they are really plotting, I'm going to brainwash your wife this and like wow just over there people crazy y'all watch Mm -hmm. this I thought my family was crazy. Like, let me watch my cartoons, man. It's good versus evil, something. But that show did kind of give you a microcosm of watch how you treat people. Yeah. They might take it the wrong way. Yeah.
1: And yeah,
0: chess is real.
1: strategy. Say it
0: again. Chess is the strategy to observe your opponent to figure out, okay, they have tendency to use a knight or a bishop first or something. and You counter it.
1: Yeah, just didn't have patience for it. I admire you. And that probably would have added to my tool belt. How about that? I got you. Big time, it seems. Because I did, I mean, I have watched people play it. I just didn't have the patience for it. And I don't, I, you know, I, I, I may need to try to get the patience for golf. But uh, that's another, it's like, really, no.
0: For golf? Yes. Yeah, that's, seem like it's fun. Lot it, it, it don't ain't
1: seem cheap fun
0: to me. Huh? It ain't keep to play though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you know, but I, I tell you what I enjoy. I enjoy exercising. Yeah, um, I'm
0: getting back to that because I gotta look right for as far as I go on my business ventures.
1: Yeah, I I went on a journey after I got, you know, such such age. And, uh, <laughs> and I said, you know, to myself, how do I want to grow old? You know, know, how do I want to grow as I get older? How do I want to, you know, how do I want to look? What's the image I want to have? And I decided that I wanted to uh, not, you know, not get out of shape, that um, I wanted to uh, have a young look, you know, exercise, of drinking enough water. And so I I started that journey. And I can can tell you today that I have successively kept up The routine of exercising now going on four years. That's awesome! Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. And uh, I, I'm I'm faithful to it. I try. I mean, my workouts are mostly four, four days a week. Um, And then sometimes I can't do four. I'll do three. But oftentimes I'm, I don't, you know, there's no shorting. I'm going to figure out how to get my four days in. Yeah,
0: because. I'm, i I found myself looking like okay, what you working on is growing, God is showing you you're about to be doing some things. I can't be looking not sweet. That's just my just me. Like you got <laughs> You gotta be every man of the month. You can't be looking like I ain't just let yourself go, bro. No, nah, we can't no, nah, I can't be saying that about me. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have to keep ourselves looking good and you know. Uh, and that that became important to me, so you know over the pandemic i did I had lost weight, and then over the pandemic, I picked up some, but I'm back at it again to lose it and to keep my food clean as much as I can and 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 do i'm start I'm doing pretty good, and it's important to have clean food when I say as much as I can um yeah all all the time I want to keep my food clean, but there are times where um you know, you do fall, but you don't stay down. You get up you keep a little room.
0: bit. It just hurts. don't, just don't live over there. <laughs>
1: that's right. Don't live over there. Don't I like the that. Room. Yeah. Just don't go over there
0: get a honey yeah. bun or something.
1: Yeah, that's, that's right. So don't build money. resident. Don't say right? give me a
0: room and give me everything again. No, I don't do that. That's over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't you don't have to set up resident. No.
0: So, what has been the impact of your company?
1: said, I I didn't hear you.
0: What has been the impact of your company?
1: So what has been the impact on my company? Mm -hmm. So when I think of impact, um, the the impact of my company for me has been the impact that of adding value to others. And so uh, a lot of times in the beginning, because you're gaining credibility in your company, uh, you're putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. so it has really shown me, you know, how important it is to understand. Because right off the bat, you you assume that uh, you set up shop, you know, and it's that, uh, you know, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the field of dreams, okay? Yeah, but that's not true, okay? But yes. uh, it does not, if you build it, they will come. That, that doesn't happen. Um, so that has been the impact of my company, teaching me lessons of what it really means to have your own business and um, that it's, it can be slow like a turtle. And okay. you're going to give services away. In the beginning and you're going to have to build your credibility and you're going to have to become intentional about it and you're going to have to get mentors and and coaches and you're going to have to invest in you, you know, and mm-hmm. you can't expect people to do for you what you want to do for yourself. And so those lessons have really uh, shown me and encouraged me to keep it moving and to keep adding value to people. So I have spoken at organizations and uh, I have done individual um, uh, ind- individual workshops and trainees and sometimes awesome. Jeff it's been you know I've had 25 people and sometimes I've had one to show up and it can be so disappointing you know when you when you think about it but, I, but, but I've learned you know add value to the one that shows up get mm-hmm. over it add value to the ones one that show up and so the impact that it has had on me is really opening up my mindset uh, and knowing that um, it takes time and that it's true that the race is not given to the swift nor the strong but the one who endures that you have to be willing to endure and not give up and not quit and that doesn't mean you're not going to want to quit that doesn't mean you're not going to want to give up yep you are oh, huh? yeah, wrong.
0: oh yeah absolutely
1: yeah, you're going to feel discouraged. And so my impact is step by step, one by one, and adding some. That's how it is. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got to say, that a counselor at Wayne State, she changed my perspective when I went to pull her trash. We normally have small talk. And she asked about, Did not you say you're in school? Like, yeah. Mike, Illich. are you going for business? Like, yeah, why? Like, well, musician wanted. I'm on record company. Well, you got to change your mindset. I'm like, huh? What you talking about? Well, you need to start carrying yourself like you're a record executive and owner. line. huh? Oh, well, you're talk, talking like I'm too. Oh, man. <laughs> what are we going with this? I am not even thinking about them. I'm just going through the motions. And she really got me to see that's your brand that you're working on. So that needs to be you when you interact or engage outside of your job, even on the job. Because this is what you do, not who you are. And that stuck with me the rest of that day, like, wow. Huh. So I guess I really do need to start thinking forward about me. How do I prove mm-hmm. myself to people? Because I never really pay attention to it. I really like talking to people. I'm an introvert. Hey, how you doing? How the music on. going? Then I start talking to people. Oh, you seem cool talking. Like, oh, man, I'm being here for 20 minutes. I want to be done and go chill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. God won't be transparent too in this church, so I'm always gonna be honest. And I found myself engaging people more and just learning that what you do don't define you. It's how you see yourself that define yourself and where you go from there.
1: That is so, and you know what? That's a um, a grand lesson because it really is how we see ourselves ourselves and. It's important to see ourselves in a positive and a nurturing mm-hmm. light. Because when you think about who we are, Jeff, when you think about, mm-hmm. just think about, you know, uh, how, when if you cut your finger, how it starts to heal itself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just think about when you wake up, you know, you go to sleep and you wake up, you know, you didn't do that. Just think about how fearfully and wonderfully we really are made, you
0: That's know. True.
1: Uh, the fact that you can blink your eyes and uh, if it needs some, you know, type of correction, that man, that that man has had the abilities of uh, the talents and the gifts mm-hmm. to create. So you really think about that. Um, There's no reason for us uh, to walk around feeling less than regardless of what has been put up on us. But it's a journey. It, it really is a journey. Of getting over some things and getting through some things. But wow, when you wake up and see what you're made out of, how great you are. I love mm-hmm. what Les Brown says. You know, there is greatness in you. Yeah, he's I awesome. love that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You know, that I mean, this does even saying that to you, uh, there is greatness in you. There's greatness in me. There's greatness. Man. You know? And, it, and it's- so, yeah, that, that's powerful. So, yeah.
0: And it's crazy because I kind of always had my music private to myself. And a co-worker caught me singing in the student center where everybody would go hang out. And he was straight like, you need to get off your butt and get in somebody's studio, get on YouTube, record. That's a talent that you should be sharing. Any other talents okay. you got, you need to share those to I'm like, dude, I just, I just, nah, Jeff, mm-mm. I don't know what I heard you can, you got, you got something, and he was on my head for a while until I finally came across another producer, and I got back in the music. All right. So,
1: so, so what's your music. genre?
0: I I guess I would call it gospel soul. Oh, okay. Because it's a mixture of gospel, pop, R and B, classical, hip hop, jazz, all positive, but from the D, so gotta have bang and beat. And I was trying to tell a story that could help somebody.
1: All right. Well, that's powerful. Uh, and how long you been in music?
0: Ooh. I first went to a studio back in 05. And that first song, oh, my goodness. I put so many sounds in that thing. It was horrible. <laughs> well, you couldn't tell me nothing. Like, boy, I'm the next baby fake. That's what I looked up to. But as I kept working, I got better.
1: You there? Huh. I'm still here. I can't hear you no more. Can you hear me, Joe? Like, oh, like, oh, i looked man. up and it was six o'clock i said oh did was there a button or something
0: here <laughs> <Six o'clock>. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's all right that's all right yeah. but as i got better man this second album oui.
1: well i gotta look at i have to look you up what's the name of your company
0: um which one record wise
1: yeah, whichever you say you 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 sing, right? Which am I singing? Correct? Oh yeah,
0: the name of the album is the JLE Experience.
1: The JLE, oh, the JLE Experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I can find it on YouTube, I'm sure. Yeah, everywhere. Okay. All right. We say everywhere. Oh, okay, bro. Gonna change your life. All right. I'm gonna listen. I am gonna listen. So I appreciate you telling me that. Well, I just wanna. Uh, Uh, let the women know if you don't mind that I am having uh, a vision board party on January the 29th uh, and it's going to be from four to six and they can go to my website, www.reginaceehaw.com and register. And I, and it's going to be fun time for us to think about our goals and, you know, start, you know, getting our year in order with, with an intention.
0: What else you got to market? The show is all about you.
1: Well, I also want to say that in my book, Mommy, I Need You, uh, they can go to my website and uh, purchase a book. The book is $12.95, and it is life-changing. You know, one out of three um, girls are uh, sexually assaulted before the age of uh, 17. And um, one out of 10 reported, uh, one out of eight reported that they were sexually assaulted uh, before the age of 10. And so when you think about those numbers, uh, it's an epidemic, That's horrible. it is horrible and it is an epidemic. And so it's really important, uh, for us women to, um, you know, strive to help one another. And so my book, um, is simple. It, it, it It's a healing process that I had to go through that I share with others. It wasn't easy to share, but I share it. And then I have, um, co-authored, of uh, some books I one would, Cheryl Wood, uh, I co-authored a book with her and I've written with other women. And then I have another book that I co-authored that was really based on, uh, affirmations. And so if they go to my website, Regina they would see those things. Uh, and if they want to get in touch with me, they can mm, um, reach me. They, they can, uh, just, you know, go to the contact and, um, you just say that they would like to connect with me
0: social media
1: uh on my website okay yep am i and they can go on linkedin regina hall uh so I can give that to you I don't know do you put those those links but I can send my links to you
0: oh yeah so when i um i don't know if you notice whenever i post the latest episode I'm starting to add and the websites with it
1: Okay, good. Okay, good. So I can definitely um, uh, send you those things, and and you can post it with it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I appreciate you giving me this opportunity. It, it was I had fun.
0: Huh. Uh, last question. Okay, go ahead. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose?
1: Is to really look at their strengths. Uh, what what strengths do they have? What are What 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 things make them excited that they like to do, you know, that they have a heart for it Uh, and look at those things and start, uh, and start building from there. That's what I would say. Um, Talk to other people who, who have told them, listen to what people say about them, what they're really good at. You know, people will make comments, like you said, your experience, right? Mm -hmm. People will make comments uh, about, um, about, you know, what they see about you that you seem to have a talent for and follow that. So that's what I would say to people. Everybody have a gift. Everybody has a talent, um, I should say. And so some have you know, three, four, some have one. But whatever it is, everybody has one. So, so you, you have a talent and you have a story um, that you can share with the world. So that's, that's what I would say.
0: That's awesome advice from an awesome person. Thank you. Sharing their story. I hope I've made you feel comfortable enough to enjoy yourself.
1: Yes. Yes. Thanks for the laughter.
0: <laughs> As
1: they say, I'm so glad we had this time together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> All
1: right. You take care.
0: Oh, I, I got it. I gotta leave you out with your accolades. What you doing? You trying to get rid Oh, of
1: okay. No, I thought you. I thought we were over. It's six oh seven. I'm trying to get it over with. I'm just no. I, when I'm saying it, I'm just trying to be respectful.
0: Okay, you. This show, we treat you like family. We get done when we're done celebrating you, unless you gotta go.
1: Yeah. Well, I never. I, rest, I gotta...
0: I'm never gonna rush you guess, ever.
1: Yeah, well, I have a couple of minutes, and you so different from me because I say we go from three thirty to four thirty, and and at four twenty nine we about ended. Oh, no, see,
0: <laughs> I know. I say the start time of the show. That's
1: it. Yeah. Because <laughs>
0: okay. about you. I don't know where your story going, what the
1: conversation, with God going to take. You. That's true. That's true. But so, so to, what? No, what were you asking me? I'm sorry.
0: No, I was just about to read off the end of the show with your accolades. Who you
1: are? Oh, well, thank you. I'm listening. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, folks. <laughs> I want to thank the No One Excel transformational speaker, trainer, coach, author, counselor, and founder, CEO of Enlightened Heart Services, Regina Hall, for sharing her backstory to help you find your purpose. I'm going to play the outro, then the phone call in, once I get the whole show set up, I'm going to send you a copy.
1: Well, thank you. I
0: appreciate you. You're awesome.
1: Yes. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Appreciate you for doing it. Sure. Until next time. <laughs>
1: and no